Survivor 46 is here, and so is On Fire, the only official Survivor podcast, and we have a twist this season. The winner of Survivor 45, D. Vyadaris, will be joining us every week. We're going behind the scenes of the biggest moments, the how and the why things happen, and the strategy and analysis you can only get from someone like me, a Survivor winner. Listen to On Fire, the official Survivor podcast, wherever you get your podcast. Chat of the Wild is a part of the Greenlit Podcast Network. To find out more information, as well as other great shows, go to greenlitpodcast.com. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Chat of the Wild. In this season, we are playing through The Legend of Zelda Twilight Princess. In our last episode, we were making our way up to the entrance of the Lake Bed Temple. In this episode, we're going to go ahead and just like walk right in. I mean, I don't know if you walked right in. I had to throw bombs at the door for about five minutes. I had to go back and get bombs because I was completely out of water bombs. <laughs> oh, there's, there's a, guy a person selling that them. you can talk to, though, like right, bo- like right behind you and says, oh, hey, I'll yep. sell you water bombs for blah, blah, blah. And I'm like. Uh- yeah. Don't I'm tell like, me how much they were. I'm just going to assume Barnes was cheaper. Nope. And I went out of my way to the cheaper store. Nope. <laughs> it's all the same. Brian, I said don't tell me. I don't care. It's the same thing uh, earlier with the Afro bird and the guy at the store. They both cost the same. I, I however, Afro bird. Uh, I, I saved at outside on Lake Hylia last week. Was like, okay gonna save right here we'll be good and they dropped me right back in kakariko village and i had to make my way back so that was fun i forgot i also forgot about the the warp point to lake hylia through the uh zora grave area so i rode around the field for a good while uh which is completely blocked off and you can't get anywhere yeah, because that one bridge was taken from us earlier, and it's not back yet. Mm-hmm. So you There's can't another bridge just go too. either direction, like clockwise or counterclockwise. You have to go cl- counterclockwise <clears throat> of the map, or no, right? Yeah, counterclockwise. Yeah, yes. no, no. you got to go counterclockwise. But you can't go counterclockwise yet, I don't think. No, you got to go clockwise. Uh, there's there's just some rocks in the way that you can bomb. Okay, I believe it's because I tried in the middle of the dungeon. I saved and quit for the night and went wandering a little bit after I got the item from this one mm-hmm. just to be like while I'm out because it's it kicked me to the beginning it kicked me outside of the dungeon anyway yeah uh, I was like I'll, I'll wander around a little bit and got into a place where I'm like okay how do I actually get back to the lake yep <laughs> and then and then I had that same thing with how do I get to the castle later but yeah um the overworld in this is probably the worst one to tra- traverse that we've played so far. Where well, I think we've talked about in the show before how they usually lay the overworld out pretty well, and it's it's pretty comfortable to get through. Uh, not this one. I was confused because I was pretty sure we played Zelda two on this. Okay, yeah, <laughs> on this there show. You go. That's so, fine. Uh... I'm a, I I thought of a weird thing. I'll just throw it out really quick. This reminded me of the the game Tony Hawk Tony Hawk's American Skateland Wasteland. because it was uh, American Wasteland. Skateland yeah. was the three D was the DS one. Uh, okay, American Wasteland. Yes, it reminded me of Tony Hawk's American Wasteland 
because that was pitched as a, the first open world, or not the open world, but the first, like, all the maps are connected with no loading times. Yeah. But what actually it was were tunnels in between each level that you would skate down with nothing to do. And that's what this does, where you just have these long tunnels where there's nothing going on in between the chunks of the land. Mm-hmm. Just wanted to throw it out there because it popped in my head while I was wandering around. Hmm. Anyway, we go into Lake Bed Temple, and uh, I'll, I'll, just, I'll just get this out of the way because I know there's going to be some people that think differently. I freaking love this dungeon. Ugh. Like, I loved this dungeon from beginning to end. Sorry. Uh, one, like, it, it, I actually really like the swimming in this, as dumb as Link looks in here. I actually really enjoy swimming around. Hate it. It's a lot better. We get we get a version of the best Zelda item, period. Yep. Oh, yes. Agreed. Uh, you have to actually read your map throughout this to find things. Uh, there is verticality to it. There are There is a central puzzle slash hub that you go to. It ha- it hits it hits like all these checkpoints, all these all these check marks in what I want out of a, a classic Zelda dungeon. I'm I, I remember just going to throw that out there. I remember the central room being like more of a puzzle than it really is, and really it's it's it's, it's not much of a puzzle. Yeah, um, I I remember it being more complicated too. Well, th- there is like at first. At first, it is because you have to be. You, there's only like two doors you can go into, mm-hmm. and you have to think about it opposite. Where if you want to go down onto the first level, you actually need to like think about going to the point on the second level opposite of it, and they they don't necessarily just lay it out for you there. Mm-hmm. So rather than it just being like it could have just been an open map area mm-hmm. that you just go through the doors. But instead, there is a puzzle. I'm not saying it's but, a super complicated so, so what, puzzle. What we're, but what we're talking one. about is that there is a uh, rotating escalator staircase in the middle that uh, we have to move around. And 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 do we have to get water to actually go down the staircase, or do we just have to get water Eventually. into the room? Yeah, we, into oh, the yeah, room yeah, or down the staircase? Down the staircase. Okay. Yeah, you move water down the staircase to get water into other rooms. Like, this is another thing I love about this is that you will activate an element in a completely different room that you can then watch it literally flow into the central area and then using the mechanics of the main hub, guide it to go to a completely different room that will change what is happening there. And I just I love that like what, going and seeing that stuff. I just I, I don't know. Maybe no, no. I I'm, I we played enough bad games that I see this and I'm just blown away by it. <laughs> but we we this is going to be the last time that we see this le, this type of Zelda dungeon because all the other Zelda games after this are going to get are, are, are different. Like when we go on a Skyward Sword, they try so many new things and it's interesting. And then when we get to you know. After that, we get to um, Breath of the Wild, and they just throw out any kind of this dungeon thing. So, like, this is going to be, like, the last game of this type of Zelda that we really started with uh, A Link to the Past. What, what, what we call a, a, a set-piece dungeon on this show, sort of. Sure. Yeah. I mean, I, I'll give you, like, I did, like, the water mechanics going down the stairs, too, but... I hate anything. I don't like water in real life, like to be immersed <laughs> in water. I don't like swimming. And the mechanics of Link 
swimming were terrible for me. I hated I hated it. It was it was Can you elaborate? Because right. again, I, I, I love swimming. Oh god. So one of the things that I truly hated was like when you were trying to get to like a certain like level, like a hole in the wall, like in the middle, like he wouldn't just like gradually swim up to it. He would like you had to like go back and forth, like back and forth away from the wall to get into the hole. Like it did not work well for me with at least with the pro controller. It just did not work well. And and then anytime that I got to the top and I was wearing that stupid Zora, you know, suit or whatever. Were you I'd taking your Zora go. suit off? What? Were you taking your Zora suit off? No, I wasn't. <laughs> okay, you're like, well, whenever I got to the top and was wearing it, I was like, oh, I know, God, are you taking like, it off? No. Did you have the iron boots equipped? Yeah, I, I did in certain points. You had to okay. because, like, you know, to fight you know certain enemies you had to be wearing the iron boots and that definitely helped oh i was gonna say which i think jess was about to touch on it surfacing is the most annoying part of swimming swimming was fine for me and i love that they made it so that when you equip the iron boots and you're under you're actually underneath water you walk at a faster speed than you normally do with the iron boots um i didn't notice that but that's cool yeah, it, so if you're walking around with the iron boots on land, you kind of plod along. But if you're doing so underwater, you move faster. Okay. Um, what I didn't like was every time you try and surface, I basically just would have to let go yeah. of the joystick. Yeah. Because yeah. otherwise you just kind of... I, I don't even know exactly what happens. And so there were a lot of moments where, like, some fish was trying to murder me, and I just wanted to get <laughs> out of the water. Sure. And... It wasn't. I had to figure out that that's what I was supposed to do. Yeah, I'm like, thanks, uh, murdering fish. I'm just yeah. trying to get above water while the little <laughs> piranhas are like going to feast on my flesh. So we get at, when we get when we first come into the dungeon. Uh, there is a mechanic that we I don't I don't know. I just immediately remembered it, so it didn't prompt me. But of using your bomb arrows to destroy s- stalactites. Yeah. Yep. We, she, and, Min, oh. Minna just pops up and is like, look at that. Uh, if you had something with force, that could knock those down. And also, we had been given arrows and bombs pretty early on. So I'm like, okay, so we're going to need to shoot stuff. Yeah, so you, we will be breaking those down at certain points to give us sort of stepping stones in a, in a few different spots. Uh, you do it a bunch at the beginning, and then there's like one or two rooms where you have to do it like three different times. But then every once in a while, you'll come up to a thing and you'll just be like, how am I supposed to get over this? And if you don't look up in the air and see that there's a big fat stalactite sitting up there, it isn't necessarily clear. And, you know, I don't know if you sit there long enough if Midna says something, but you do have to kind of really be paying attention to the ceilings. And there's a couple rooms where, like, they were leading my eye up like, hey, there's a there's like a dip in this wall here. Look, you can kind of see into the other room and there's like a, a gear thing. And like they're showing me that. But they weren't leading my eye to the other side of the room to where the stalactites. Uh, but yeah, like so they were leading my eye there, but they weren't showing me over. So I had to look around the rest of the room to to see it and be like, OK, see, yep, that's what I was missing. Yeah. Really? So what we have to do is. To get this dungeon, to get through this dungeon, 
is to activate two different fountains and they're on opposite sides of each other. Now, when we first get into there, you like I said before, there's only two doors that you can go into. If you try to go, I believe there's four in total at the beginning, but two of them are blocked by mm -hmm. the water mills that won't move until you get water pushing them through. Yeah. And then you can like walk under them, which I don't know why. I really like it. I just think it's cool that that's like an interesting way to block your path. I do like to have mill. like a, an yeah. actual moving mm -hmm. thing that you you run in between on there. Those took me a minute, though. I forgot about the water, like, moving those. And so I was like, how do I move these? There's a way that I move these. And so, like, at first I tried everything. <laughs> yeah, I and went I through that, like, too. Yeah, like, I tr I tried everything. I'm like... Well, I was like, oh, the boomerang has wind powers now. Maybe I can I, use wind on this. <laughs> I tried the boomerang. I tried... What else did I try? I tried yeah. running into it. I don't remember, but like I thought that put, the put your uh, put your iron boots on, like use force to make it happen. Yeah, yeah. no, that's <laughs> and, not and it. it. Yeah, no. You just needed a gentle stream of water to yeah. guide it. Yeah. Yes, and I was like, okay, I give up. There's got to be something else that I need to do here. So, but uh, those it's not cool. really important. So I figured I, I wanted to bring it up, but there is this giant ring of like fast moving water outside of this area oh, every yeah. time we go through a thing there's a bridge and at some point you can go into there but it's not necessary no but you can there's nothing in there oh. and like, i looked yeah you can go down there and it's like oh this is kind of cool it makes it feel more alive but you never actually need to go into that area i mm -hmm. never got in there i guess yeah i i left a handful of uh chests in here unopened because i was just like I don't know. I don't know how you expect me to get over there, and I don't care. Uh, and one of them we have to come back later with the weapon, but that means we have to go through the entire first yep. area. So when Jeremy's saying that there, we can only go on the left and the right, we go on the left first, which is its own like kind of self-contained series of rooms that we have to deal with, getting uh, things started up, getting you know, getting a. a, a like a gear system moving, like all that stuff to get the water all the way back out. But uh, each of them had like a upper floor on top of the gears that I was only able to get to like once on one of the sides. But I would have had to yeah. have gone all the way back through that with the item to get that, which I assume was a heart piece or something. But I, so it, I, I find it odd that. You said that, Brian, because the entire time I was playing this dungeon, I was like, oh, Brian's going to love this dungeon. I'm sure he loves it because one of the things that came up during the, Wind during the Wind Waker season is that, you know, the dungeons were so straightforward, so linear. They didn't necessarily look like they were, but it was really you were just doing this thing and going on the path. Mm -hmm. And this definitely had a lot of spaces where you didn't have to get something. You didn't have to get a chest. You didn't have to go through a specific room um, a certain way. and But you could. So you could go back. There are two places where you can backtrack to get items that you don't have to get. Uh, mm -hmm. One, it was kind of weird to go back and find like a stamp. I forgot about the stamps entirely. Oh, uh, yeah. We haven't even talked about that. So the Wii U version, because of the Miiverse had stamps that you can collect oh. to let you post things on what is a, a now dead social network on the Wii U. 
Oh, is that and what those are? So, for? yes. Oh. So it makes it the most annoying thing to open up because it is literally useless. Like it is more <laughs> useless than when I have a thousand rupees and I find rupees mm-hmm. because it's like there was a there. You know, if I had just like spent some money five minutes ago, this would have been fine. At no point when I powered this game on in the year of our goddesses 2021. Can I do anything with these stamps? Right. So every time I'm just like, please don't be a stamp. Please don't be a stamp. It's, it's a stamp. Would cool. you say That's it's more terrible. or less useless than finding an all bed primer? All bed primers? Did you guys not play Final Fantasy X? No. No. I did when it came out. Oh. Well, basically, I I thought it was going to be like the all bed primer where like you go and you find... Um, these books that let you translate the letters of ancient of the of this well not ancient but this specific language that'd be fun um, but it's kind of useless because i think you have to play through it the entire game once to get them all and yeah. so oh that kind i'm kind of remembering that now that yeah. sounds like the uh you know the wind waker thing where it had a uh, a separate language but playing through the game and then opening new game plus lets you just see the separate language so and you don't really learn anything. Yeah, from right. You you like you, you you're just like, oh, they said this kid is the hero. Good to know. <laughs> <laughs> so, what we have to do is we have to turn the water on, and when we get to one of two areas, it's this giant spiral that you go up, and once you get to the very top of it, uh, there's a switch to pull. And when you do that, it turns the whole thing into a super fun water slide. I did enjoy that. (laughs) I was doing, uh, yeah, like surfer bro speak and being like, well, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, It is kind of annoying. There is a treasure chest at the top of one of them that you can't get yet. Mm -hmm. So you have to come back with with the item. But in order to do that, you also need to, like, have your iron boots on. In order to climb all the way back up it. Oh, is that how you get back? I could not figure it out. Because I went back and I was like, do I need like two hook shots or something? Like I couldn't figure out. (laughs) So so to your point, BC, where the reason I don't think I, the reason I think I didn't really like this or like the the backtracking in this dungeon as much as I thought it was or, or, or as much as I think I would have, or I don't know, um, is that we weren't really unlocking new stuff. It was just a chest that I had to retread a section of the dungeon. I wasn't doing anything new in there except for, apparently, putting on iron boots to walk all the way back up the spiral to get that thing. Well, the the iron boots is just one example, but I mean, like, if you combine going back up the spiral with the iron boots and then, like, Jeremy's said the section that you know doesn't necessarily have a purpose is more like a set piece of like the water surrounding the main part of the dungeon uh and then there's like a bridge that you can float up into the like you can um, Mm -hmm. basically send water back into the first section that you were in yeah and raise the bridge like you don't necessarily have to do that and i just thought that was cool but yeah it it didn't seem like uh the backtracking was worth it or like exciting or like I wasn't doing something new. Uh, There were two doors on the right side that were up top above the the gears 
that I couldn't figure out how to get to, and and maybe that was something that would have been a little bit more fun. But the but the act of going back with my new hook shot, just to go all the way back down to the end of the critical path on the left side was like, I'm just retreading stuff to get a heart piece, probably. And we all know I hate heart pieces in this game anyway, so I was like, you know what, I can let that one go. Your game is, our game is backwards, isn't it? If the you guys are, are backwards, okay. Brian and I are playing in the same world. Okay, because yes. he's playing on the Wii. You and Jess are ba- are basic basically playing the GameCube version. Okay. Huh. So Jess and BC are playing one world. Brian and I are playing the mirror world of that. Okay, that makes way more sense because I've been confused by. So when Brian's <laughs> saying the left side and all that, just just ignore it. Like, the, just go okay. in one of the directions because it might be the right side in your game. Yeah, yeah. I thought we went right. Yeah. yeah, sorry. So so the first side. So we get that moving. We can activate some more of it. There is what I also really like about this dungeon is that you can you can go into the exit area of a room first. And there's a number of times where you're just sort of like, OK, I'll go through this door because this seems right. And then you go through the door and you're like, oh, what am I supposed to do? And really, you needed to go back around, find some other way that goes underground that then either goes you know, from underneath it or from above it to drop into an area. And again, that's the kind of thing you have to look at your map. I don't know what it is about incorporating like map use in Zelda games that just like gets me so worked up and how much I love it. Like, but it's one of those things that anytime I go into there and I'm like, wait, there are eight floors in this dungeon. Yes. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I definitely did look at that as soon as I got the map. I did too. That uh, that was cool too. We're we're using underwater bombs and stuff to to look our way, th- you know, work our way through a room. And that does lead us into the mini boss, uh, this giant frog creature thing <laughs> with a bunch of tadpoles on it. Uh, uh, they're like the it, eyes from the Igor. Yeah, the Igor, right. the 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 no, well, you know, the one that has like all the eyes on it that we have to pull off with our hook shot, like in the link to the past. Yeah, it, it starts off the same thing where you, you see the thing drop, and then the game wants you to look up mm-hmm. uh, in order to trigger the cutscene to get the the actual fight to start. This one almost killed me. Uh, those little tadpole guys, because again, I don't get hearts, so those little tadpole guys were swarming me. That what actually worked for me, and it felt pretty cool is that I got my slingshot out and I just kept really? targeting them and just firing off slingshots at each of them uh, as I was backing away from them, making sure I didn't get myself up against the wall oh. because those things took off a lot of health. I went through, I had two fairies. I went through both of them by the end of this, this fight. Um, really? It's, it, it was, it was really tough for me. And so the way it works is that this toad shows up and you can't really do any damage to him until you kill all of his little babies. And then he jumps all the way up in the air and then comes crashing down. And you have to dodge his shadow on the floor. Mm-hmm. And his shadow is, is is oriented in much the same way as the uh, the spider uh, form in the Wind Waker final fight. Where yes, you yeah. ha- if you pay attention, you can set yourself up for the to be where his weak point is when he hits the ground. If you don't pay attention, he stays in his, you know... Uh, uh, vulnerable state for long enough for you to get to the, form to get to it, but yeah. if you're paying attention, if it you, does reward you. 
and if he lands on you, he also stays in that form for a while too. You are you sit there for a minute, being like, "See what you did? You should have moved. <laughs> oh. Why didn't you right. move? Look at yourself." He uh, got me the first time with his belly flop. I guess I'm like, oh. So we go. Uh, I don't know. Did anyone else have any problems with this boss? Eh, yeah. Do some spin attacks. No. It's fun. This boss. Yeah, I enjoyed. This is gonna sound really messed up, but I enjoyed killing all the little baby tadpoles. <laughs> Not for I you, like Jess. That doesn't sound out of character at all. She put her iron. <laughs> <laughs> she put her iron boots on like, and started stomping them. Yeah, I was like slash, 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 and then like, and then he did his thing, and he does like this giant burping thing. I was like, oh, we got some gas problems over there, sir. Mm. <laughs> But, like, it's a little messed up that you're chopping his tongue to bits, basically. Whatever, he like, sent his children off to kill you. It's fine. All yeah. spare. <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, oh, my God. I'm, like, literally, like, just going to town on his giant burping tongue. Mm. <laughs> I I enjoyed that boss battle. I thought it was fun. BC? I, 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 I can talk about it later, but this is the point where I was like, this game has like a mini boss problem and it'll be more apparent with a mini bossy fight later. But I wasn't a huge fan of this boss fight. Uh, I'm not a huge fan of the boss fight at the end of this or this dungeon either. Uh, But we'll touch it. We'll touch on it later when we get to the the last boss quote unquote, we fight in this section. Yeah. And well, we've had uh, the first dungeon had like two mini bosses true so yeah they're just kind of throwing them in here we got to use up all these uh, wind waker ideas when we beat him uh he pukes up a treasure chest in that treasure chest is our claw shot with that though we're gonna take a quick break and we get back we're gonna talk about the rest of this dungeon and more It's that time yet again to talk about our Patreon. I'm talking about patreon.com slash chat of the wild. C-H-A-T-O-F-T-H-E-W-I-L-D. I feel like I'm not going to, I don't need to spell that every single time, but we had that thing where someone thought we were saying Chad of the wild. Mm-hmm. And it's oh. chat as in we are all meeting together and having a chat about Zelda, AKA the wild. Chatty, chatty, chat, chat. Not that wild dude from your fraternity, Chad. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-mm. Yeah, <laughs> we all know the Chad. Well, it's still, it's still stories gym. about when Chad got too drunk. Yeah, Chad. If you join up on our Patreon, you can get some cool bonuses, like being able to vote in our next Gaiden game that's coming up. Uh, if you are already a, a patron member, go ahead and look into that. We still have like four votes left to to be submitted by our current patrons. Hmm. Vote. Uh, so go ahead and do that so we can decide what we're going to be playing next. Mm-hmm. Uh, you'll also get into our Discord where you can have discussions with us and other people. But yeah, you can go do that. Talk with us. Share funny stuff. Uh, Brian will let you know when he's doing his streaming. Where is that, Brian? Uh, that's on twitch.com slash Luigi's underscore apartment. Just search Luigi's apartment on, on Twitch and you'll find me there doing stuff like... Uh, Tiffany controls the uh, the makeup wheel of doom, so she puts stuff on there. Uh, you can spin the wheel to to make me put makeup on or 
Oh yeah, I look gorgeous by the end of it. Um, mm-hmm. That you, you can go to Instagram. Uh, Tiffy's at Spiffy Games on Instagram, and she will share the pictures of me uh, how that ends. But she also controls the wheel and puts things like uh, I have to play with tiny hands or play blindfolded. Or in the case of this week's uh, Zelda episode, she stuck Brian eats a kitty treat on there, and I had to eat a kitty treat. <laughs> so that yes. was pretty great. Oh, how hard it tastes. Mm-hmm. Well, it, t- it tasted... Ugh, I don't know. I popped it and immediately... Sw- I don't know. Like a really bad vitamin. Like there's mm. a bunch of fish oil in it or something. Did you <laughs> I have a know. chaser? <laughs> uh, uh, water. And then she brought me a ginger ale, which helped. Uh, yeah. That's nice. Yeah. That's good. Sweet of her. Yeah. So that was right after I had to... Uh, I spun and landed on uh, immediately die. So I had to sit there and in the boss room and wait mm-hmm. for... In a boss that doesn't swing at you or try and hurt you with popping up little minions that don't try and hurt you. So I just sit there and let the little spike things are going around the edge kill me one quarter of a heart at a time. And then I was rewarded with that with a cat treat. Yes! So, come I check out Luigi's apartment. The wheel. Uh, the wheel is nuts, and uh, it's a good time. Mm-hmm. That's at twitch.com slash no shame. No shame. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Another thing that you will get if you join our Patreon is uh, whenever you sign up, you do have a we have a little survey you can fill out, and then we'll give you a little shout out, like we have for the Super Nintendads. Uh, we had Yay! Todd from the Super Nintendads on our show. show earlier this year, uh, talk about his favorite game, Minish Cap, which oh, oh it's so what cute. a surprise! Uh, he says his favorite game is Minish Cap because of how tight of a game it is and how great it looked on the GBA. I don't know if he means like it controlled tight or that game's tight. <laughs> I don't know. Either one I think is appropriate. I think it's a very mm-hmm. solid, tight, well-constructed package of a game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. And you can it listen is. to the episode to hear him describe how tight of a game it is. Absolutely. We do actually have a, a full-length discussion about what Super Dads thinks of that. Um he says his favorite item is the magical rod from The Legend of Zelda. So oh, what yeah. did that thing do? I forget. Was that just that a fire That is a good shooter? one. If you get the if you get the holy book, it shoots fire. And it can like turn the it can you can use it as a candle basically. It'll turn the room on so you can kill people with it. It acts like a, a magic sword when you don't have full health. Just a, a not as strong. And uh, it also turns the the lights in the room on. So yeah, that's a good one. That's a really good item. Hmm. He also says his favorite Zelda-like is Newtopia, which we haven't played yet. Uh, it is on our list of games to play for Zelda-likes eventually. We'll see if we ever get there in the next few years or something. We've got a lot of games to go through. Uh, <laughs> you could vote for potentially that if, uh, you know, like I said, go to patreon.com slash chat of the wild. Join up for as little as a dollar or more. There is a little thing at the bottom that if you want to give more a month, you can. Right now, minimum is just a dollar. So go there, join up, help support the show. We really do appreciate it. And you'll get a little shout out like the Super Nintendads, which I'll give them just a, a little bonus shout out. There are a podcast that does weekly episodes, so you can find them on all of the podcast players and all that. Part of it's the Greenland of Podcast Network. Absolutely. Who knows? When this episode goes up, maybe we're going to be cutting straight to an ad of theirs. Yeah. It's a great <laughs> It's a great show. You should go listen to it. Uh, I love checking in with them every week. <laughs> but like I said, let's go ahead and listen to some other Greenland Podcast shows. Maybe Super Nintendads. Let's find out.
take a time machine back to before the world went to hell around the year 2000. The 80s and 90s were so rad. The movies, the music, the TV, the games, that's what I want to talk about. If you're cool enough, join us and listen to Less Than 2000, because that's all we talk about. Adam and Chad live Less Than 2000. Hi, I'm Ray, and this is my friend Alex. Hi. And we do a show called No More Whoppers. Between us, we're as old as four RPG protagonists. And now Alex will give us a funny anagram for the name of the show. Uh, big old knockers. Uh. Join us every month or so on the Greenlit Podcast Network. So we have our claw shot. We get the, like I said, the best, the best weapon in Zelda franchise, uh, you know, claw shot yeah. slash hook shot. C- Cody Jarbo uh, put it as the best uh, weapon family in Zelda. Weapon family. Yeah, I like that. Uh, with this, we can now access a few of those hanging um, switches that we couldn't before where we can cling on to these yellow and red discs that are on the wall and all over the place. I've even, I even came across a couple that I don't think I ever saw before that I think are specifically in the Wii U version. There's one on the chandelier in the main area that I never remembered before. Uh, There's a heart piece up there. So if y'all need a heart piece, go back and go in the middle. Mm. Um, I didn't see it. Yeah. I'm excited to use it out out in the world because mm-hmm. I've seen so many of the targets mm-hmm. and I'm like oh where's my hook shot or claw shot whatever yeah I had I had no problem guessing which item we were getting in this one uh, as oh, soon as you right. step in you see the the lamps on the wall also have that um, design right <laughs> and so yeah we we really just get access to a bunch more things um, you can go to more places on here it has also this really cool ability. If you use the claw shot onto something, one of those anchor points, you can release the chain down and, you know, Mission Impossible style sort of like drop you into areas. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty great. That's just cool. It's pretty great. Like we, we don't necessarily like it makes it easier to know where we can drop off at certain points so we can see our shadow better. But like it's not at right now necessary, but it's cool. I I used it once and then I accidentally um, dropped uh, too soon and fell off the ledge. Mm-hmm. But I'm like, I thought I was hovering, or like I hit like a side of a ledge or something. It's that <laughs> you one dropped room too far. That had, yeah, I was like, oh crap. Well, <laughs> let's redo that. Pay attention to where your shadow <laughs> is. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah, if you're hanging from a moving object um, and you come in contact with any sort of ledge you just drop so speaking of coming in contact one thing that this is the thing that bugged me most about this dungeon and y'all are just gonna be like really that was it uh whenever you do activate the main staircase in the middle and it rotates you do clip through the sides of it that's weird it looks it's just dumb and every single time i'm like i hate that (laughs) i really hate that bring your knees up dude i mean you can't you can't climb on the side of it. I understand why, but like it's to- the 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 side is totally a climbable size in this game, and so there's just stuff about that staircase that's like we don't want you to game the system, so you can't interact with this in a normal way. You can't roll up the staircase. Nope. That's no. Nope. That's definitely <laughs> a, annoying. I mean, that's that's been a thing Thunk. in. Like all two D Zelda or all three D Zelda games, rolling upstairs never works. Yeah, Mm-mm. 
So, really, I mean, uh, I'm trying to think. Are there any other standout rooms in this dungeon? For uh, the, all of you? Both the both the the sides are essentially the same thing. They each have a gear system that you have to start up to get to the other side of it to get to a spiraling thing. And then there's just cool rooms in between to like, you know, of puzzles and things for you to solve. Mm-hmm. I would say um, this is just for me personally, but um, I was super sick this week. So I played this game with a heavy fever and I was a- definitely out of it. So the room before you get to the like the main central staircase room, um, I kept looking at the door. And if you have a fever and you're sleep deprived, <laughs> the doors in this dungeon look like they have gates on them. Yes. Yeah, so they do. I yeah. spent 20 minutes in this room <laughs> oh. trying to figure out what I was supposed to do because the door was locked. See, my see, brain is... thought the door was locked. <laughs> well, this is the, the one sucks. time where they're like, should we have Minna tell them? No, no. No, no. That, that is making me think back to uh, the, the Ari and the Secret of Seasons. There were parts where the doors did look like the exact same as locked doors. Mm. Um, there were certain ones where just like, oh, this one was locked. This one isn't, even though it looks the exact same. Mm-hmm. Right. I was annoyed by the room that had like all of the, you know, had no, no ground, you know, just had all the pillars or whatever. Um, I got stuck. Like when you go with the gears and stuff, like, you mean turning overhead and yeah, okay. like over your head or whatever. Like when I, when I was up above, like, I was coming back through the room. I couldn't get back through it. Like there wasn't like a really good way for me to hook shot mm-hmm. or, you know, what I'm right. Right. Um, I had this too. And, uh, yeah, there wasn't a good way for me to like get back to it. And it was late. Like, I'm like, Jessica, just go to bed. This is when I like play my worst is when I'm really tired. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so, yep. and so I was like, I don't know how to get back. Like, I just don't know what to do. And so I'm like, I know when I quit the game right here, it's going to take me to the beginning of the of the temple. Yeah. So I'm like, just stop, just stop. And then and then uh, but I don't know how how else I would have gotten back because like it wouldn't let me like connect to one of the targets with the hook shot. And so I was like, I don't I don't think you and I, it was annoying that you had to lead the uh the hookshot discs on the gears above you. Yeah. That was pretty awful. Mm -hmm. But I don't think you were, I don't think that was how from that room is how you get on top of there. I think you had to get on top of there a different way, but, but that was the, that was the second room. The second set of gears. Yes. The second. Mm -hmm. So the, the, the first set is straightforward when Mm -hmm. you first go in, in, into one of the rooms. The second one is basically identical, but broken. So there are areas that are blocked off. Uh, I actually really liked the way this dungeon was broken, mm-hmm. like, you know, in a in a canon sense where it felt like you were really climbing over a bunch of these things and doing all that, even though clearly it's like they set everything up else up for you. Right. But you were supposed to go over that broken wall, but it didn't always feel that way. And in the second set of uh, gear, the second gear room, 
you do have you have to basically go through one way go out of it go around it then come back in then go out again and that's how you get a couple extra treasure chests that mm -hmm. are in there yeah, there's another part that you don't have to go through that once you turn on the water you can kind of just go backwards yeah but i think they wanted you to sort of go in and out in and out in and out of that area uh, when I yeah. when I left halfway through, I did have to basically go through this dungeon twice, and I did get every single treasure chest. I wanted to make a point of that, uh, and that is where I, I learned about that. Anything else before we get into the boss? Uh, no the the to get the boss key, I went into the room like underneath, you know, like mm -hmm. and could see the treasure chest. Mm -hmm. I'm like, clearly, I need to go up above looking at the map, but I'm like. I, I missed that room at first, so I had to backtrack and go all the way through it. That is an interesting and... room because it is it is so atypical for Zelda. Uh, the way that it uses the layering and you kind of like, you can't really look at the map to get an idea of where you're supposed to go because the map will just say like, that room's blocked off and everything is just sort of blocked on that. And you mm. do have to kind of just wander around and find the one of two uh rocks that can be bombed mm -hmm. underneath there but there's right. something about that room that sticks out to me of being like this doesn't i don't it's not like oh this belongs in a different game it just feels so different compared to the design of most zelda rooms agreed um and i really enjoyed the music overall mm -hmm. like oh, yeah. i really liked it it was very like it didn't seem dungeon-esque to me it seemed really uh, chill and serene so that did help the agony of swimming <laughs> constantly I'm like well at least I have serene music to get me through this speaking torture. of oh, swimming uh, constantly we didn't mention <laughs> so we didn't really talk about the enemies we should run through them real quick so we've ooh, got ooh, electrified jellyfish yes. that you can rip their brains yes, out with your the, claw shot it's the coolest way you've what? ever been able to kill a bar right? in a Zelda game <laughs> wait seriously right yeah yeah, yeah. The, the the jellies, the baris, you just pull their brain out. It, Don't do yeah, it while literally. they're electrified, though. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. So it, cool. I did it a little too soon, and it electrified me, like, and it goes... What are the clam guys called again? I couldn't remember. I couldn't remember, but you can skip every single one of them. Yeah, I don't know how to kill them. joke in this dungeon. I don't know how to kill them. What did I do? You just have oh. to face you them. them. You just face them and sword face them. Oh, okay. I was, I was trying to use my uh, my hook shot like in in ocarina, and it, it wasn't doing no, anything. No, not or in my this claw one. shot. So mm -mm. this is an ocarina reskin, so I thought that would work. We've got the guys with the metal sheets on their face that you can use a claw shot to rip off. Yep. And I love that you oh, can yeah. just chuck it back at them yep. and damage them. It was much like a, a korok that you find under a rock. You can good. just drop it right back on top of them. Mm -hmm. I giggled right. a few times when I <laughs> when I threw it back and hit him. <laughs> and then we also have a bunch. What what are the spider springy spider tectites? We have a bunch of the tectites that bounce around in here. Um, also had the. Uh, I thought they were fine. I think I think the way they were sprinkled throughout it felt good. Yeah, honestly, yeah. I never got annoyed when I saw them. I was like, this makes sense. This is your species. This is where you guys would be hanging they, out. They, yeah, they slowly uh, positioned them as like water spiders throughout the series yeah 
They are they yeah. are the cliche enemies for this Where, going yeah. forward. They were like mountain spiders in the first game, and and then as they slowly got more and more introduced, they were we find them in water areas for the most part. There was also the uh, like Men in Black bug guy that was inside a, a big bubble that we had to, oh, that yes. we had to pull out. It looks like a like an alien he from like... Men in Black. Right, and so like when you first when they're when they first get introduced to you, he like he giggles, and he hops into his water bubble thing or whatever, and he literally turns around and smacks his bum, yes. and I'm like, I was like, are you smacking your bum at me? I'm it's like, not the first oh, time that's happened in this down. game. Yeah, it's a it's a running theme. Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, yes. There's a lot of bum smacking. Uh, in well, that's that's game. a that is a Japanese gesture. That, <gasps> like that yeah. is a, a a very cliche Japanese I've gesture. I've seen uh, just like a Takeshi's, making fun of people or like intim- intimidating someone. I've, I've seen Takeshi's Castle <laughs> contestants do that to the uh, to the guys trying to knock them out. <laughs> and then so. Lizalfos. Oh, or and Lizalfos, which again were another one that I ran by so many of. Them. Were they Dynalfos in this one? Sure, they probably. I don't know. I can't tell because I don't know. No maybe if to Midna told us anything and was useful, we would know. <laughs> yeah, uh, I mean, I I tried to do my uh, my shield bash on the first one I came up to and ended up accidentally just doing a spin attack, which killed it in one shot. And I was like, well, those aren't going to be a challenge, which is a shame because no. the first time you come across uh, Los Alfos and like Ocarina and stuff, it's this big fight that you have to like use your shield and like you know, kind of it's kind of strategic. And for a game that has a, a really fun battle system, I guess um, it was a shame that he just kind of went out in one one hit. Right. All right, so let's get to it. The boss time. Uh. We we actually had the entrance to the the boss sort of facing us, like, right when we got into that main area, a, which yeah. I forgot about uh, because I kept trying to look for a last, the final key, not realizing that it was the big key. It, I, I, it, from a distance, it looked like a regular door. It does. Like, locked door. Yeah. And so I was like, where's the where's the small key? At? Especially on my screen. But I already had it. it it's a sure. cluttered right. mess. Also, there is uh, a uh, another chest on the floor below that as we slowly raise the water that you can get to that has 20 rupees in it. It's very upset. I think there was maybe a stamp. Yep. Mm, Great. (laughs) So just as bad, if not worse. And I also got eaten by the piranha fish. Oh, they also ate our boxes earlier. Never mind. But that was, that was funny. I actually Uh kind of like that. Yeah. We were using boxes to jump over water and stuff. Yeah. But yeah, we do get led into this bongo bongo style room. There's a hole in the ground, and you got to jump in it. Yeah, yeah. So you go, you fall into a hole, but then you got to swim down. And I brought up before, like if you are arachnophobic, you really can't play this game. If you are whatever it is that makes you afraid of like deep water, mm-hmm. you can't play this game. High five, because Jeremy. even getting into the lake bed temple, you have to swim deep down. And mm-hmm. I got those feelings. Like I, I'm not like actually phobic about that, but I get weird feelings whenever I'm like in deep water. And this one also triggered that for me as well. Maybe I didn't get as triggered on that because I put the iron boots on and I wasn't like actually swimming down. I don't know. You said you said swimming. I don't know. 
Well, just no, just okay. deep water. Right. Right. Well, no, yeah. no. I, I get that too. But also, uh, Lake Hylia's music really helped uh, alleviate some of that stress that I would have had. It's, it's really great. So Agreed. we go down to the bottle bottom, and we see this lone tentacle down there, and that triggers the cutscene where we get a bunch of tentacles coming up. Morpheal. And this is uh, this is where we see Morpheal. Yes. Um, which is a reference to Morpho from Ocarina. Morpha. Uh, that was Morpha, uh, and that was the water temple boss in there. And we basically get the same kind of thing where you have this slime tentacle with an eyeball bouncing around in it that you have mm-hmm. to pull the eyeball out in order to damage it. Um, this one messed me up at first because I didn't know that I could slash at the tentacles to get them to go away. Yes. that's So what they I, just oh, kept grabbing yes. me. And that's what I had to figure. That's what it took me. me. I didn't figure that out till basically the end of the first phase. I didn't figure that out till right now. When you all told (laughs) me, me. I was this many years old when I found that out. When uh, when when I was in middle school, I would get a lot of people calling me for help on Morpha to be like, I don't understand. I don't understand. And I was like, just press the hook shot button once. Don't jam on it because you keep resetting it. But like. The amount of stress and uh, franticness that they felt in that fight is the the amount I had here in this one. This one's a lot more stressful if you, especially if you don't know about you know hitting the tentacle away. I what I did in the strategy for this first phase was I just stayed far enough away, so it's it pretty wouldn't long. actually bring a tentacle out. And I but I did have to wait a while. I was just standing there for a while until the targeting thing would show up with the eyeball. Yes. Um, it, it, it's it's not. It would have been so much more satisfying if they let us slash the eyeball more. When we pull the eyeball out, you get one hit on it. Yeah. And then it goes away. Yeah. Yeah. I also didn't realize you could slash the tentacles because for uh, a good chunk of this first phase, I was up in above it in the water because you can oh. use your hook shot with iron boots mm-hmm. on or without iron boots on. You know, just just treading water, you can use your hook shot. So I was doing I was like sitting above it, waiting for it to pop up, pulling it out and then it drops to the ground. And then I had to, you know, take some time to get down there. And that's how I was avoiding the tentacles at first, and because I could I could get uh, my one slash in right as a tentacle came out and grabbed me, and then I accidentally hit the tentacle and the eye at the same time and went, oh okay, that's how we're doing this, okay. So you do that a few times, and then it, we get its second form, where mm. it turns into a Shadow of the Colossus fight. This is fun. Uh, I loved this so much. This don't don't. <laughs> Z target. If you're not Z targeting, it's so much easier to get close to it. Um, uh, no, see, I did, I did target when I got close. I mean, I did, I did I two, did but and it didn't work. But trying to get close enough to actually make the shot work and holding Z targeting was like keeping me at this weird distance, or it was, it was trying to lead me on a on a a, a path aligned to it. And if I just didn't Z target till I got close enough, you could cut the cut the damn thing off and get a lot closer a lot faster but for the first couple i did the z targeting and i was like this is taking forever because it's choosing the line i take to the boss bc what do we have to do here we i mean literally we just have to swim after it 
hit it with the hook shot, and then stab it a bunch. Mm-hmm. And honestly, like stabbing animation is cool, but I didn't like this entire boss fight. I thought it was pretty uninspired. And like I thought about to bring up Aerie again, I thought about the one, you know, real boss fight in Secret of Seasons. Yeah. And like with the, the big griffin thing. And that boss fight was way more inspired than this one. Yeah. Like <laughs> where we're like and we're we're kind of doing the same thing. We're jumping on its back, stabbing it a bunch, you know, following it around. But it was just like, all right, well, I kind of just like stood far away from this thing and then hit it with the hook shot a couple times and now I'm just gonna you know do it again <laughs> I'm just gonna try and Z target it and like not be able to catch up with it and now I'm like swimming after it with Z targeting was frustrating yeah as Brian said so- and and then it's like alright well I hit it with the hook shot and that's it it's like it didn't seem challenging it was just like I'm gonna stand far away from you and then I'm gonna latch on to you like two three times and stab you like i must have got real lucky because the second phase took me less than a minute well yeah i mean where i got on there hook shot i was able to just swim right to him uh like like i said i don't know maybe i'm just really good at swimming in this game that like i was able to just immediately be <laughs> like where's face. the eye at i gotta swim to it and then hook shot did the slash animation. He popped me off of him, and I immediately was able to turn around, swim right back to it, got the little arrow above it, targeted, hook shot, grabbed right on, did that three times in a row. Bing, bang, boom, done. As as far as uh, these bosses, or this boss being inspired, I think it was definitely inspired by old ideas they have already done before. Uh, <laughs> like I said, the, the first phase is just Morpha from Ocarina, with a little bit more to it. And the second phase is like a Mario 64 or a Mario Sunshine uh, boss encounter. So it's just, yeah, no, you're right, BC. It's just, it's basically just taken from other places and reused ideas. I hated this boss. I hated it. It shouldn't have been that challenging. It's super easy. Like the concept was there. And then Minna is like, this is what you need to do. I'm like, woman, I know <laughs> I what I need to do. That's not the problem. I'm like, the problem I'm like, shut it. up. Right. And I'm like, every time I went to go like swim and like get to it, like number one, like uh, we all know how I feel about the swimming. That was my problem. And like, and then I would Z target and like, and it would literally go right to it. I'd be on top of it and it would not hook. You just, just a little close. Just a little bit closer, Jess. I I, mm. I don't know, like I somehow got lucky and I beat it, but and then you can't use potions underwater. Mm-hmm. So I was oh. like Yeah. Because it kept on like and then I would get a little too close and it would open up its giant mouth and suck me in and spit me out and I'm like, mm-hmm. nope, nope. No, you gotta get the pots. And I'm like, yeah, there were pots. Thank God. What is it with ancient pottery in the Hyrule area? Just there's just pottery everywhere. What is it with that? I did have one fairy, and the fairy came out and saved Mm. me. Thank God. Yeah, we got a fairy right before walking in here. Yes, 
So how, how many hearts do fairies give? Because they tell eight, us eight. now. Eight. Eight. Which is about, mm-hmm. which is the same as the potion, I guess. So, all right. Yep. Toss yeah. up. I'll get rid so, of those potions and start using fairies on this one. Yep. Which I haven't <laughs> yep. done since <laughs> in this show yet, so. That's the first time well, I've had to use Ocarina, a fairy. Yeah, because he kept on like, like literally grabbing me, and then like, I I would go to like put my like boots on, and to sink to the ground. And I finally figured out like, I had to time it just right because I'm like, nope. I mean, it probably took me. I mean, the second like the first phase, I had no problem with. Like, and then what was the point of the bombing fish in the first phase? To get in I was your like, way. Okay, whatever. What? Just to get in your way. Just to make things harder yeah, for you. They, they didn't, I didn't even they see didn't those really guys. Do they got close yeah. to me, but. Huh. It, I'm like, okay. Whatever. Yeah. But that, but that second portion, it took me uh, probably 30 minutes. I'm not even exaggerating. Jesus. With all this stupid swimming. And That's I thought. I know. I'm like, I'm gonna like die while like actually me, my human body <laughs> is going to die of an anxiety attack from playing this part. I'm like, no more swimming. Think how I Link hate, feels. I, oh my god! It reminds me of it. It reminds me of that divine beast that we had to. It was the first one. I it was the elephant. Water I think blight, that we yeah. had to swim. I hate anything water. Don't get any water. Hey, at least you uh <laughs> you were able to beat this boss before the show. I did. Be- yes, yeah. I did, and I beat him the first time. Mm-hmm. So thank God. Yeah. So I had to go back to that crap. Anyway, Lord, we beat Morpheal. Uh, we get the last piece of the the Twilight Relic that we are getting for <laughs> Minda. He accidentally punches a you hole in the drywall it. and his pool drains. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> um, and yeah, so we get another heart container too. This is okay. Then we are let on. The rest of this episode is just going to be sort of straightforward on what happens. Mm. Uh, we get a cutscene where we're coming back to Lanayru's spring and which was weird because we didn't get, or no, I guess did we get teleported to Springs outside yes. of dungeons before yes. we did? Okay. So that was normal. So we get teleported to spring and then we immediately turn around and there's Zant. Well, there's an, there's an establishing shot where there's no one in the room with us. Yeah. And then as soon as we turn around, he's in the room with us. So it was like, all right. I mean, he's magic. So Sure. That's how they get you, Brian. A- <laughs> no, he was he was hiding, and he was like, "Wait for it, hang on." Oh, Until the camera goes this? by. All right, now, 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 now. All right, here we go. Uh, He's not impressed with what what uh, tech we got going on. No, and we are not. This this is our Ocarina of Time moment of seeing Ganondorf for the first time in person, like face to face, and he just pushes us aside. Uh, yeah, and so Zant is just sort of like. Oh, uh, I don't know what you're doing, but I'm here for that girl that's been helping you. Let me just turn you into a wolf real quick and knock you out. Mm-hmm. Anyways, Midna, let's talk. Shove something in your face. Like, he he, he shoots yeah. super crazy uh, energy at us when we try and jump back up and, and get him. And something oh, gets lodged right. in our head. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says that he needs Midna for something. Like, he's like, until I... I mean. 
And and he doesn't care how long it takes her to to decide. He's just like, I need you. Yeah, they're kind of vague on this uh, with the way they go back and forth, but they make it clear that like Midna has a power that Zant doesn't, and Zant wants it, and he wants her to help him. Well, and he also um, explains that he's his superpower is not coming from the power of the Twilight people. It's, yeah, it's not a Twilight power. It's a, a power that none of, that no one else knows about or something like that. He talks about his new god. He worships a new god. He changed religions mm-hmm. at some point and started a whole cult. This is what we're dealing with right now. But but Midna holds the, the key to, I don't know, I think merging the worlds is what he wants to do. He wants to have everything merged together. That That's his end goal. Right. Yeah, he wants to create, he wants to destroy the barrier that keeps light and darkness from each other. Right. Uh, he messes and, up that light spirit too, which I guess yeah, technically yeah. he has a grudge against them because their light spirits are the ones that separated the two worlds. Well, he he's in control of them. He wrecked it. Like he, well, he because he uses Lanayru to attack Minda. Yeah, yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, it it, yeah, it so tries to he, mess him up. It tries to attack him, but he just like, nope, I got you. Yeah, he just flicks it away. Uh, we do get to see a bit of his his mouth under the mask, and he's got these weird cuts around the sides that are that look strange. And he really wanted to make a point of like, I'm I'm creepy looking, and I'm going to be creepy right now. So he uh, uses the power of Lanayru to kind of, in a way, banish Midna out of her twilight power. Uh, he kind of turns where we're at into the twilight realm for a second. Like everything gets turned into that. And that's where he's like the strongest. So I'm sure he's just like snapping his fingers. Like, oh, let me just change the scenery he, real quick. He banished her to the light world completely. Whereas yeah, before yeah. she was yeah. just a shadow in our world. Yes. Um, and but at the time, like you're just looking at this at the time, it just looks like he vaporizes her. Yeah, it looks like yeah. it looks like Linnea just destroys her. Yeah. But then uh, while this is happening, we escape what looks like through one of if not Linnea, one of the other spirits helps us get out of there because we disappear. But then we reappear somewhere else using like the light orb. Like we pop out of one of those light orbs. So it's okay. like clearly. One of them helped us get out of there, okay. if not Lanayru, someone else. But uh, even though it we're back Renato. in the white world, Midna is there with us in physical form, not in her shadowy form. Yeah. And she does not look good. Mm-mm. Uh, she tells us she needs to see Zelda. We have to go see Zelda. So we got to go and run to Hyrule Castle right now. I love this song that plays here. Oh, it's great. And I hate that it keeps getting interrupted by oh, enemies. I know, and that it irritated was, it me. But it so doesn't good. restart. It just, the enemy theme, like, phases yes. in and out. And, like, you don't have yeah. to, the yeah. song doesn't start again. It, it, so that was, it like, was, like, there was at least that. This is mm. the point where the game should have been straightforward of being, like, you only have one path you can go. We're just going to get rid of all the enemies right now mm-hmm. to really make a point of just being, like, you just need to go straight to Hyrule Castle. Because they, they just kept that music going. Mm-hmm. They, they do kind of uh, nail this sort of, hopeless theme that they're going for where the, the music mm-hmm. is kind of it starts raining yeah too yeah. but it doesn't look good we'll, they didn't we'll get they, it doesn't look as good as like in breath of the wild the yeah we use rain well, just no. isn't that very good and, and we'll get into parts where like there are you know almost on rail sections where we're like we can't really move like we'll step into something 
get pushed mm. out of a room and just like it, it they kind of give you this sort of hopeless vibe where you're you're sort of not in control right now so we get to Hyrule Castle we you think you just want to you know where Hyrule Castle is you get into Castle Town you go to the front door of the castle but the guards are like no also every person is just like ah, whoo, I'm a wolf. oh yeah they're terrified of us um, terrified cats love you though Yes, cats do love you. Yeah, I would say, if you go in the same door that we've been going in through, uh, the cats are immediately right there to be like, what's up? How you doing? Mm-hmm. Hey, that looks just uh, like the time that the fish dude was brought here. You should you should probably go where they took the fish dude to, the bar. They, they like, passed out people at the bar. Right, we only know one person here in town, really. It's uh, a cat. Two, if you include Agatha. Uh, so, we'll go check out the bar, but if you go into there... They're immediately like, get out, foul beast, and yeah. they just kick you out. <laughs> what, can't they and, smell me? Don't they know it's me? Right. Uh, and as we're leaving, Telma's cat comes around the corner and is just like, hey, I knew uh, I knew it was you. I could I could smell it on you. You're, you're that Link guy, aren't you? Also, this cat uh, is, uh, is, is pretty stoic for a cat because it's like getting it, it is raining sheets it is literally raining cats and dogs and this cat is like <laughs> all right with it not literally raining mm-hmm. cats and dogs sorry it is raining cats and dogs and the cat is like whatever just kind of head over here and you can jump into this hole so yeah she explains uh you know there's a way to get into the castle you just have to go through this way here and we get this fun little part where you have to sneak above them going across the ropes but also moving around the pots but without knocking them over the shell uh, over the ledge because uh, if you get seen on there then you get kicked out I didn't I didn't have any pot moving um, you didn't pick you didn't pick them up and move them around no, no I just mo- I just pushed through them I just kind of snuck around it there was one spot I figured... where I picked it up oh mm. um I and much like the the Midna phase jumping sort of thing that we have to do, uh, I think that the the rope is cool in theory, but the, the all of the dog uh, traversing like platforming, if you want to call it that, is like half baked. I think like it it's too it, the, it, especially we'll get to the later part with it where we have to go a bu- uh, across a bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is too small of a window. Uh, you will get close enough and it'll just like magnet you to the rope. But there are some areas around there that just don't stick quite right. Yeah. And yeah, it's not, it's just not even that cool. Like it just looks weird. Uh, the dog walking on the rope. Like, I don't know. Someone thought making this game thought that that'd be a, a cool looking thing or a fun looking thing. I just think it looks silly. Like not in a good way. Uh, if you, if you walk backwards, the, the dog after a few steps will do this spin flip around move uh Mm. and if you do that a bunch you can get this really cool like balance beam olympic sort of thing going on which i was kind of messing (laughs) around with (laughs) we also do get to see what the resistance that telma was uh alluding to earlier if you stop above the right table of people yeah we'll we'll actually meet them later you can listen in uh, on a few people here and there. <laughs> they, they do say, I thought there were no men of valor left in all of Hyrule. Yeah. Well, he's a farm uh, boy. He's not from Hyrule. We uh, we go through all there, and then we we get dropped into this area filled with gold, and we get to meet Giovanni the gold man. Yay. Which is I just so this. weird. 
And he's got his kitty on his head, too. Oh, I, I love this section. It was so bizarre. It was like a very Beetlejuice-esque room, I, I felt like. But just this guy, he's like, I love gold so much that I sold my soul and I turned into gold. And then we get to see... This is my first time seeing the pose. Yes. And the pose are terrifying. Yes. Um, Like, th- the pose and, like, a character a redesign of a character that we'll see later in this section uh, made me think of, I saw um, earlier this week, I saw a sculpture of a Teletubby that someone had done, like a, a 3D sculpture, <laughs> where they gave the Teletubby this grotesque like face, like monstrous face, cool. and it just like made me think of like, oh, like the cute, adorable pose are now these like creepy Grim Reaper things. With giant sights. Compared to their they size. are edgelord pose. So uh, yeah, yeah, with Giovanni, it, it's kind of what I said last week, where like I love the things that I find creepy and off-putting in this game, and not the things they want me to find like dark and creepy and off-putting in this game. <laughs> well, this is just supposed to be silly. I mean, like, it his is, whole thing but it's is silly because he's just creepy. like <laughs> he's like my cat froze on my head too. It's so uncomfortable. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, we are introduced to what those floating lanterns are now. Uh, he he asks us to go collect twenty of them and then come back. So at some point we'll do that and we'll see what he gives us. I believe there are fifty in the world, so twenty, not too big a deal. Mm-hmm. Oh, are yeah. there? Okay, I was wondering. Um, Four of them we will get by playing through the critical path. So he opens up a treasure chest that we can drop through into darkness. It's a metaphor uh, for his soul, Jeremy. <laughs> and now we're in sort of the the sewer areas. Uh, we just this this is a real fast moving place. If you like, you know, if you don't, if if you land at the right spots, you can drop down into one area uh, that after after a water slide, mm-hmm. pull the switch, opens up another water slide. So like back to back, you're just flying down these water slides. Uh, yeah, as I was saying, with, with the music, and... it, it gives that, like, forlorn, like, you're not in control anymore. You are mm-hmm. just being pushed along a current. Boats and, beating uh, against the... No. <laughs> so we go through, uh, you know, we don't need to go into specifics. Gotta fight some spiders in here, yada, yada, yada. We end up making our Oh, I didn't way... like the spiders. Oh, yeah. the spiders are the worst in this. And we can't um, use any of our Midna attacks, so you have to actually... No, s- she's still sick. You gotta woof fight them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, we do eventually make it up to the spiral area that we saw at the like the beginning the first time we were up here, which is more broken now, or it's or it's just a similar looking. We one, just maybe. can't use Midna to do our jumping attack, so we have to use the rope. Yeah, we have to go on a bunch of ropes. There's a lot of enemies around here that I tried. There, were, uh, I did it a few times of doing targeted jump attacks and they were fine and they got me through pretty quick mm-hmm. then at the very top i do one and i bounce off the wall and fall down like three flights oh yep that, there's like the last guy where he's like standing right at the edge of the rope that was the guy that i fell fighting oh uh, okay can, at least you can like ledge grab onto the ropes so you don't yeah. go all the way to the bottom because i would have quit mm-hmm. at that yeah, point because you can't um uh, control any of your lateral movement when you are falling in this game. So you just have no. to hope you hit a rope on the way down. Mm-hmm. So we get all the way up there. 
we go and finally make our way back up to Zelda. We got to go through like we're outside again, doing all this stuff. Yeah, yada, yada, there, yada. there's more wind this time to, to yeah, kind of pushes windy. us, and it's a mechanic. It's, that yeah. that's the difference here. It's, um, it's the hopeless, forlorn wind. Mm-hmm. We go back to Zelda. Uh, we talk about like what's going on. We, we they Zelda starts to actually understand. Uh, who Min is because mm-hmm. we talked about it before when we first met her where um, we weren't quite sure what Zelda knew about Minda. Right. And here it's like she's finally starting to piece together who she is, but she's being vague about it. She, Zelda maybe has an idea of like, oh, I know who you are, but I'm not going to say she it. at least got like the final piece in the uh, like where in the world is Carmen San Diego puzzle and which is like, all right, that that confirms my 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 theory about Midna and makes a quick decision. Also, uh, same thing with Zant. Establishing shot in the room, Zelda's nowhere to be found, then she just pops in out of frame. It's mm. kind of weird that they did both of those back-to-back like that. So, one of the things that isn't this where Midna brings up the Mirror of Twilight, and I think that's what triggers Zelda Shocks for her to know what's going on. Zelda. Yeah. Uh, and Zelda also talks about her power and about how oh she real she's now notices that this this wolf has the same power. We still haven't met Zelda in our human form, so she's just like this this weird imp character has this wolf friend. And apparently, the wolf is actually the hero of legend he has because a, my he has a my tattoo is yeah. burning up. Yeah, he's got the triangle on his paw too. So it's the wolf and of legend. And Zelda makes a difficult choice. Now, again, we aren't clear. I mean, the the those of us that have played through this game know like what happens, but this straight up looks like Zelda just sacrificed herself. Yeah, like I mean, she, she did. did. Yeah, yeah, um, it looks like she's she pretty dead to me. It's well, yeah, I mean, she's who's, she's just like, doesn't know the story. You can have my place in the world of light and in, in my realm. You can take my place, basically. She um, doesn't say that, though. No. She's just like, I know what needs to be done, touches her, and then Zelda explodes, and then... Minda's like, like don't do Minda's it. Minda's good again. Yeah, Minda even does this thing, like, it's real dramatic. She's like, stop her! Don't let her do this! And it's like, that is that is dramatic, yeah. right? And right. Again, at the time, you're playing through this, you don't know, you're just like, whoa, they killed Zelda! Yeah. <laughs> Zelda, Zelda right. does this, has this really cool, like mom role in this game which doesn't sound cool when you just like she's like the mom of the game but like she's she's kind of off like she's her own thing she's kind of almost removed from the story she 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 acts upon it sometimes but uh she's not as cool as tetra but she i I like the Mm -hmm. kind of like she's not the like sort of like don't you love zelda she's not like some kind of love interest she's not like the thing you're saving she's helping you and making like mature decisions for the betterment of you know her people and stuff and i kind of like that that aspect or that that they went at it that way so as we're leaving now uh we see that hyrule castle gets encased in a twilight diamond Mm -hmm. uh and that really pisses men off uh, we get told by, is it the spirits or something that chime in that tell us to go to the sacred grove? I think um, that's the implication is, is the spirits. 
yeah, they're telling us we need to do that, that it's by the uh, Ordon Village, mm-hmm. that area. I just teleported straight there because we can teleport right now because yep. we're wolf mode. Uh, you have to teleport there. I'm you have sure to? you do. You I'm sure the, with the way there. the map is blocked off and not open and annoying. that it's, it's, I would challenge no, you, that. I can't say for sure. You have to teleport but. there because of the gas. The swamp gas. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. Right. Okay, fair, fair. So we teleport there and we are at the entrance of the, the big forest temple, but we get stopped by one of the monkey friends and they say, oh, there's this thing over here. Go this way. And we kind of just take a detour around it. Mm-hmm. And that takes us into the sacred grove, which is our substitute for Lost Woods in this game. Yes. Uh, we run into Skull Kid. Uh, their their version of quote unquote Skull Kid, or a Skull Kid. I kind of like his design. I don't like him better than the original, but I like his design. Yeah, his design fits the world. Yes. So. And we have this long chase where he will summon these forest puppets to appear and we have to fight. Unfortunately, they get taken out with one hit. Are these so redeads not the- like the redeads of this game? No, these are not the redeads. Okay, all right. They're, no, they're, we we will see the redeads soon. Okay. I forget. I completely forget what redeads are in this game, but uh, I'll remember when I get there and be terrified all the same. These were still pretty creepy, and and I and I really liked it. So uh, we have to do this long chase through here. It does the thing that I loved in Ocarina in the Lost Woods, where you have to listen for him mm-hmm. to find him. Mm-hmm. Um, you chase him down. You just have to hit him once, and then he will open up uh, a path somewhere else. You do this like three or four times, and then we will be led into sort of a, a fight area. We get we get dropped into this bigger uh, area that we just see him bounce around in different spots, and he's still summoning these puppets. All you really got to do is you got to hit him when he's like about to blow his horn. You just got to stop him mid-animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, otherwise, he'll just teleport away. Yeah, I kept thinking so, that we had to, from from the get-go, from the first time that we see these puppets, which when the monkey shows up near the, the Afro bird, um, we, I thought I had to kill all four of them at the same time. And that's no. not a mechanic till the very last room. And that still really isn't the case. No. Uh, oh, we did have a wolf stone, so we could summon one of those yes. to get later. Yes, thank you. Get another attack. Yeah, there is a... It's, it's, it's the prelude of light. So this is what I was talking about when I said that this game has a mini boss problem. And I guess it's like kind of a problem with the last boss too, is I feel that there's so many instances where they just make these ad bosses where it's just like, all right, the boss's whole yeah. thing is that it's summoning a bunch of stuff. That's annoying. But like they aren't hard to fight. Like this wasn't hard. The frog boss wasn't hard. Well, Jeremy, you it said was hard you had a, a, hard, a harder time, but... that That's um, hero mode, yeah. Yeah, it, and the fish guy wasn't really hard, but it was like, here, let's throw a bunch of annoying enemies. Like, the this entire section I thought was cool that you had to, like, find him, like, find him, and then it, like, changed the landscape yes. so that you could go into a different part of the forest. Yeah. That was all cool, but the entire time I'm just fighting these enemies that aren't difficult to fight. They're just really annoying, and then you get to the fight with Skull Kid, 
and it's just doing the same thing that you've been doing for the past. I'm 10 trying minutes. to come up with a, a, a visual shorthand for padding, so I'm just like patting myself down <laughs> over here. But yeah, it's just there's a lot of padding in this game. Yeah. So we go through all of that. We fight him. That leads us into this other path that is just like th- this is is on the same level as just horseback riding in general. The the, the my least liked thing in this game. We go into this open area. There is a Triforce on the ground that you walk up to. You can do your howl, and then you do the, was it Zelda's lullaby? Yes. Um, They taught you that, too, at a different Wolfstone that wasn't a Wolfstone to activate uh, a wolf uh, new move learn, but it's to teach you Zelda's lullaby. I don't ever ever use it as we ever get taught songs on here. Well, yeah. Every time time that that comes up, I do one path through where... Wolf Link is just bouncing his head up and down going woo 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 just to see which ones light up and then I go through it a second time with a clean run. Right, like, right. This is yeah, where they want. By taught I mean you are you are given something and then immediately use it and never do it again. It's kind of like items in Alundra. So So <gasps> we we do that, these statues appear and then we're made to play through this mini game of moving these two statues around to get him in the one spot. Just look it up online. Get it that way because I hate this so much. I did not. I went through it like three times on my own. Could not figure it out. Ended up getting every single time in a point where I'm like, I can't move without getting squished. (laughs) I hate this. If you hated it, imagine how... No strategy guide, fever, BC <laughs> felt about it. <laughs> At this point, we're like, oh, this is the end of the game, apparently, because I'm shutting it off forever. <laughs> At this point, right. uh, my my right arm wanted to fall off. I was still yeah. sick from the previous like week and weekend. Like, I didn't start feeling better till yesterday, and uh, yeah, I'd been going for six hours, and but luckily, I do remember basically where you need them to be at the end to finish it. And so I was like, well, if I can just remember how, if I can just figure out how to get them down there, then, then I'll be fine. But it's still, yeah, it's still annoying. It's still one of the worst things in this game, if not the worst. So you Google the solution, move them where they need to go. And then we get this cutscene of going up to seeing the sacred sword and then, for whatever reason, the magic of the sword can turn us back into a, a human again. Oh. But then we also have that weird thing that was stabbed in our head. Midna has that now. And she basically explains to us, like, uh, well, with this, we need to, like, this is some really powerful stuff. We shouldn't have this. If you touch it, you're going to turn it back into the wolf. Wait a second. We might be able to use that. Mm-hmm. What if? Also, now we can we get warp this places. Yes, we also get this moment where Minda is just like, so, look, can you help me? <laughs> Not you owe me, but she's like, yeah, we're even now, but I still need your help. And she has just like, the look is different about her. She isn't nearly as cocky. And she, it's just like, it's nice. It just, I'm getting a little goosebumps talking about yeah, it. Yeah. Like, it's such a nice moment of just her asking for our help. Not saying that she we owe her, but asking. Sorry, yeah. Basically, the entire game, she has been kind of dragging us on a leash down the critical path. Everything she says to us is like, like, yeah, that's cool that you're stopping to help your friends, but 
as long as it helps me get my thing done, fine, I'll put up with this for now, or whatever. So, to, like, have her character change is kind of nice. But that wraps up this episode. For our next episode, uh, we're, we're going to explore some more. Uh, go all the way up to the Arbiter's Grounds. That's the next temple, but don't go in yet. Okay. Or, well, we're going to be going to the Gerudo Desert. We're going we're gonna to be doing some stuff in there. We're going to meet the Resistance. We're going to meet the Resistance. Go collect some bugs. Kill some Poes. Go do all that stuff, and we'll come back and talk about it here on Chat of the Wild. <laughs>